Hey there, and welcome to the daily podcast where wisdom smacks us with kisses or love taps. I'm Michelle Spiva, a wisdom strengthening coach, your host, and practical priestess of wisdom. Join us daily to gain wisdom and mental strength as we tackle innovative thinking, address emotional and behavioral life traps, and yes, provide you with some practical how-tos to wrap it all up. So settle in or crank up the speed 2x, whatever gets your mental processes firing as we dive in. Stay tuned. Are you really not talking to him? No, he got it wrong. I have been hitting the entire year and he got it wrong. Hey, this is Michelle Spivey, your practical priestess of wisdom. And I want to welcome you to today's podcast of Wisdom Smack. Oh yes, it's that time of year. So join me as we work through some loving wisdoms on how to survive high expectation season a.k.a. the holidays. I'll see you on the flip. I'm just going to start off by saying there is a lot going on right now. And if you are listening to this at the time of its release, we are coming up on winter solstice, um, the shortest night, I mean, the longest night of the year, shortest day of sunlight. And not only that, we are in a full-on sprint of holiday shopping. Yep, I was out in it earlier today, and I'm going to just tell you, it was, well, for me, it was funny, but it was something. (laughs) It was something. The emotions are palpable. You can cut them, or you don't even have to cut them. You can just reach up and grab your good old chunk of everybody's anxiety of making it through this holiday season. And so today we're going to be uh, talking about surviving high expectations season, because that's what it really comes down to. I felt, I took pity on a a gentleman and his daughter. Um, He was an older gentleman and his daughter, and they were trying to pick out some phone accessories for um, his wife, her mother. And it was, it it was, I I feel badly for him because he kept uh, keeping, you know, like his daughter was putting the accessories in his hand. He would read them and then he would try to make sense of it. And he did not understand. And he was like, well, that's not what the phone looks like on the box. And his daughter was trying to say, no, dad, you got to read and see, you know, all of the different types that it's compatible with. And it was something. And so he kept looking over at me. I was getting an accessory for my phone out of necessity, not because I was trying to give myself any kind of gift. And so I was actually trying to, I'll just be honest, I was I was getting a new charger because my charger had died. And so she ran off to the bathroom and he's sitting there, not sitting, he's standing there. Well, actually he wasn't even standing. He was kneeling. No, yes, he was kneeling because he had all of these products in his hand and he's kneeling, putting them on the little lower shelf so that he can sort his mind out. And he finally looks up at me and I look down at him and he's like, 
do you have, you know, the kind of phone? And I was like, actually, I do. And so I ended up just having him try to take a breath because um, I could tell that he wanted to make sure that he got his wife what she wanted. And when all the dust settled, his, his daughter came back. He hopefully... I left him better than I found him because it wasn't really about trying to make him understand that, you know, uh, what he was getting. It was just simply about understanding what's really at play behind the scenes during this time. And it's about the high expectations that people put on us or that we feel like people put on us. And he smiled after we had our brief conversation of no more than about two or three minutes while she was in the restroom. And uh, when she came back, uh, she saw him, you know, talking and leaning towards me. And so she picked up a few of the uh, choices they had and asked me, which one do you think? And um, I just reminded him, I was like, you know what? Does it really even matter? You're actually shopping at a store that has a really good return policy. Make the effort and then, she'll choose. And if she doesn't like that one, you can assure her that there's another one. And that's how I left it. I got my stuff and I navigated, hopscotched my way through the throngs of crowds of people in this large box store to get back to my car and out of the parking lot unscathed. And so I actually shuttled off what I was going to talk about today because it it was okay. And I think it's really good wisdom. But right now, uh, seeing as that we're less than a week out from the big day that, you know, everybody um, around the world is familiar with, if not celebrating, um, it is, it's important for us to take the, take a moment and gain some perspective. And I am only here to act as a servant to you, to, to present you with some things that hopefully will help you to, to strengthen your mind and strengthen your ability to make wise decisions and take wise actions. And so thank you for letting me tell that little story. The story on the A part really did happen with a friend of mine <laughs> who was upset a few Christmases back about, you know, some things that did not go her way. And I felt badly for the, for the, the, I I felt badly. I'll just say that. But anyway, so let's get into how to make it, you know, a better chance that you'll survive high expectation season. So the first thing is, is let's just break down what's really going on. And that is that people are either realistically or emotionally impacted by the expectations that people have for them. During this season, I particularly, my heart goes out to people of younger children who have these lists for Santa, who have said, I have been good and not naughty, and they are ready for Santa to produce. They are so giddy, they can't even sleep. And it's just hard. Like, in this store, I saw little kids racing around. I was like, oh, my, my. And you could tell the parents had had it. But you know, they were like, they're out of school. I got to deal with this. And I'm trying to shop with all these other people. And so the anxiety, the stress, 
it was it was it was uh, something to behold. And I'm just grateful I didn't have to go to a lot of different stores that the one I went to had what I what I was looking for and I was able to get in and get out. And so with all of this expectation, not only from your little ones, but think about it during this season, you have expectation of if you have children, them. You have the expectations of your coworkers. A secret Santa is taking people out. There have actually been um, uh, articles, yeah, articles that have uh, risen that, and they try to blame. I, I, I feel badly for the for you know certain um, different groups and stuff, but don't blame it on one group saying that they have an anxiety about Secret Santa. No, it's just that they have enough common sense to speak out about the foolishness that you were able were willing to put up with all these years. And I say good for them. But there have even been um, a lot of different uh, commentary articles and things on the anxiety that has arisen over Secret Santa uh, and to possibly do away with that in the workplace. And then there are also um, other things that uh, you don't even realize. So you got your kids, your family, you've got uh, the uh, situation at work. And what about all of the service providers that you have uh, used during the year? Your pet groomer, your hairstylist, or uh, your um, your your local cleaners, your your yard services person, the person who is always uh, able to save you a table at the best at your favorite restaurant, or does a little something extra for you uh, when you come in to patronize them at the local uh, watering hole. All of those people, there are expectations that this is the time, this is the season for giving. And what happens if you don't have it? What happens not only if you don't have it, but what happens if you don't have a clue as to what is appropriate and what will be accepted by that person? And let's not even throw in the budget. What is the season's budget? Now I hear you saying some of you uh, golden unicorns out there saying, well, that's why you have a Christmas budget that you start no later than March of the of the next year. I hear you. But for some people who are not able to uh, have that because things like living expenses and bills always seem to stay in the way, there is something that needs to be said about the anxiety of dealing with all of these choices. And so let's deal with there is a real paralysis of choice. Uh, it is not imagined and it has been studied by, in length for many years to the point where if you want someone to uh, increase their ability to make a choice or a decision, you will limit the choices. If you give people too many options, they get into confusion. And you know what we say about confusion and a confused mind on this podcast. It is an immobilized mind. A confused mind does not move. A confused mind does not choose. And a confused mind does not buy. So having that understanding, then we move on to look at some of the other things plaguing our poor souls. And not for nothing, there are, to my knowledge, there aren't any, uh, 
help hotline, you know, um, hotlines out there right now servicing people who have temporary anxiety over gift giving. There should be. And yeah, that might be something I do uh, next year. But there should be because it is a real concern and is not imagined and it can be devastating in a lot of instances. I mean, a lot of times your promotion can um, be in the balance based on how you perform and what is expected of you in your workplace. Your ability to continue to have the great service that you've become accustomed to could uh, take a hit during this time, if you don't get it right with your service people, uh, your kids. Oh my gosh. Let's not even talk about that. And it gets, like I said, it gets really hard. Now, there are factors that are out of your control that you are probably, you know, have to be aware of, like all of the commercialism and the capitalism going on to feed in to people's expectations. And so, even if you tried to manage people's expectations of what you can give them, because that used to be the flipping answer. You just tell everybody, well, I'm not doing this or that. But then there's still the added on or pile on, I like to call it, uh, marketing of showing everybody expecting that, that people are not necessarily going to give them a lot but that they're going to come up with the best gift ideas. I am always amazed when I manage to catch a commercial and uh, a Christmas commercial and see how the actors uh, portray the receiving of the gift. It's not a um, hearty, oh, thank you. It's not a gushing thank you. It's always a thank you that of course has that, but that instills in us either covertly or overtly, obviously, this was the perfect gift. You know me so well. And they equate that gift giving to how much you know and love someone. And that is another level. And so when I look at this, I'm like, oh my gosh. And I could see that part. I could see that part in that older gentleman's eyes as he stood there uh, trying to figure out the best types of accessories for this new phone that he had splurged to get his wife and having no clue about any of it. Have you ever tried to, just think about this, have you ever tried to explain to someone how a wireless, a Bluetooth wireless charger works for an iPhone? Let's let's just think about that, okay? So that you can get a true understanding of the, the, the part that this poor man was um, uh, thrust into playing. And I, I, like I said, my heart went out to him. And so... That's just, you know, one instance, but it goes on and on. So now that I've set up, you know, this whole high expectation season, all a lot, not all, but a lot of the factors that are working to do you in, to do you dirty, let's get on to some practical stuff of how we can use wisdom to help us to navigate it and survive it. Hopefully unscathed, but if, if, if not better than, than worse. So the first thing I want to say is, is there is peace in priority. 
And that priority means that you keep the main things in the front. And the main things are, is that this is a time for you to show your appreciation, respect, and acknowledgement for the people in your life and the people you work for. And so if you're able to do that monetarily through a gift, fine. But if you are not, I do not want you getting in, um, frustration that you're going to be dubbed a Scrooge. You know, one of the best things that you can do is to humble yourself and give the gift of honesty and say, I, my heart wants to do X, Y, and Z. Um, And I find that my heart and my bank account are at odds right now. And just being able to, to do that will help you. But not only that, prioritizing for what you can handle, especially if you have a large extended family. A lot of people now are adults, but they have blended families. So what do you do if you've got two or more sets of siblings? Yes. And think about it. You might be an adult. And this is something that's real. You guys, you might be an adult. And the siblings you grew up with are adults, but you might have siblings that are not adults and they are little kids and you have to take that (laughs) into consideration. And that is something that when I was a little kid, I wasn't aware of. Um, Well, you know, I'll say this. I didn't have another set of siblings, you know, out there that I had to worry about, but some of my friends did. And that meant that certain parents would have to spend some of the time at home with them and then they would have to go over and spend time with, you know, other um, parts of, you know, of a previous family or whatever. And it's, it's just the way things are. And even with that, there are expectations. And so a lot of people don't realize that in this high expectation season, it is not only the gifts you give. It's not only the money that it's taking to meet expectations. It's also your time, where you spend your time and with whom. Can you be at every place at every time? No, you cannot. There are going to be Christmas parties, holiday parties. Uh, There are going to be gift giving events. There are going to be family events, relatives, and all of the like. And if you go into this without understanding your priorities and hopefully articulating them to others, you're not going to have as fine of a holiday as you would like. And so get some priority about yourself and that will bring peace. To do this priority, work with, work from the middle outward. And that's going to be work with ground zero, work with the people that you live with, that you love and that are in your immediate family, not your parents, the in-laws. I'm talking about spouse, children, partner, live-in lover, you know, that kind of family unit. Work from them out. And make sure you understand and 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 know what their expectation is for not only your time, the gifts, uh, and all of that, but what you commit to, to them and to others. It matters. Communication is key. It is really key. 
And once you do that, then you know what's left on your calendar, what's left in your budget, and uh, what's what's left in what you can uh, do for uh, people during this season. All right, so that helps you to keep the main main things um, up front, but it also helps you to not lose your way or your sight because there is another part that happens to a lot of us, and they tall they tall excuse me they call it the uh, the the seasons feelings, and that is the season of giving, and it's a it's a drug for a lot of people. It really is because the more people give a lot of times, the more euphoria they feel. And we have to be careful because there are a lot of people that will overdo it during this time. They will overspend. They will want to make sure they have something for everyone. What happens when you get a gift from someone that you had no idea was going to give you a gift? They were nowhere on your list. There have been people, I've been guilty of it in the past, but I got delivered, and people in my family that will overbuy and wrap gifts, keep them in the closet for when this happens, uh, anticipating uh, neutral gifts that they can give someone. Can someone say candles, throw rugs, house, <laughs> house slippers, shawls, gloves, and the like? Yes, we've all been there. But that is something that people uh, tend to have to uh, put up with as well, but don't overdo it. Keep a eye on yourself. And by first and foremost, understanding that there are expectations at play. There's a lot more that we're going to talk about, but there are expectations at play and you have to get priority over the hierarchy of who gets your time, who gets your money, who gets your attention and uh, how you meet those expectations is going to help you because you do not want to lose your way. You don't want to lose your sight. And for goodness sake, you do not want to lose yourself in the um, swarming pool of the dopamine serotonin loop that keeps you having expectation and seeking that high to get to hopefully get it fulfilled because it is very addictive and it can be very detrimental. And the there is a reason behind that uh, that I want to just mention really quickly. Just like when people give advice, when people give gifts, it is usually uh, with the expectation of acceptance, right? Now, this expectation of acceptance, when somebody accepts your your tips, your or your gifts. You get a little bit of power. Let's just be honest. You get a little power boost. And whether you you think, oh, I love power or not, it doesn't matter. It's still what's at play. And I will tell you, you'll know if that is what's your jam. Let you give someone a gift and they receive it, they open it or whatever, and they are not gushing over it. They throw it to the side or whatever. You got an attitude, right? And so that's a pretty good indicator that there's a little bit of that euphoria of that boost of self power. Not that necessarily that you're just trying to have power over uh, someone else, but that you are experiencing a sense of importantness in your own mind that you did something for someone. And that 
feeds into that over giving, trying to make sure everybody thinks you are awesome and amazing. And this is the season for it because there are some people that get all their clout points during this one season of the year. They don't have natural shine during the rest of the year, but honey, when it comes to the gift season, oh honey, they are like shooting it out, shooting the, um, the gifts out like a t-shirt cannon at a game. And they, they expect to get the praises of the people. All right. Um, in a previous podcast, I thought I talked about the three G's and that's um, another way to evaluate what really gets you during this season. And real quick, the three G's are the things that we wrestle with when we're interacting with other people, especially when there is a way for us to be in the spotlight. And those three G's are the gold, the glory or the opposite sex, whether it be the guys or the gals. And so depending on what your uh, particular vice is, <laughs> is how you will react. And so those people who have the, the glory part of that, this is their season. They are they are the patron saints of this season. And thus they get to have all of this shine and glory by giving gifts and it being uh, socially approved that in response or reaction to me giving you a gift, you're going to give me some praise, whether it be a heartfelt thank you, a gush, a, you know, a, hopefully a social media plug of look at what so-and-so gave me and tagging. It's going, that is happening. So I just need you to be aware of it because there is another side to being on the receiving as well. I'll, I'll talk about that in a minute, but I just want to make sure I get through you as the give as the giver. All right. So the the next thing uh, quickly about this whole uh, giving too much and, and trying to meet the expectations of people, please do make sure that you're careful about the motives of your giving, especially in family and uh, career or business situations. You will notice uh, it may not be you. It might be you, but it may not be you. But you'll notice there are certain people who will use the gift giving season as a power play. And uh, that power play will put them in a status where they have power over others based on their strategic gift giving. And that can cause some problems too. So be careful. You can't monitor everybody, but as long as you keep yourself in check, you'll, you'll make it through this season pretty okay. All right. Uh, as I said before, when you gift give in Based on how people receive it, it can put you in a power position. But on the flip end too, you have to be ready for uh, if there is no reciprocation and also if they outright reject what you want. Mainly, mainly they say, oh, I can't receive your gift or I don't like your gift. That can put you into another area of the gift giving season that people don't realize works just as much as the power and the endorphin rush you get from people being glad to get something from you. And that puts you into a, a place of vulnerability. It can, like I said, on the opposite, have it where you're giving your power away by being Exposed to the mercy of the receiver, hoping that they like your gift. 
and that they receive it and that they hopefully gush over and they tell you how useful it is and all of that. And so that's going to get us into, in the last few minutes that we have, that's going to get us into um, a deep wisdom that hopefully will help you uh, to survive what's going on during this season. And that is to understand the link between creativity and anxiety and even in some cases, depression. So during this season, there are a lot of people that suffer deep depression, that suffer mental health setbacks, and that are triggered. And it is partly because when you're in this expectation of giving, it's not just about the money. It's not just about getting the right gift. It is about engaging the core component of you of creativity to figure out what gifts to give home. Not only do you have to try to figure out what's the best gift to give someone, you have to think about it in a social construct of what's appropriate to give someone. You know, you can't just go and buy a whole bunch of men's cologne and give it out to every man you know, uh, especially if you're, you know, a female or maybe, you know, if you're, if you're a guy and it's that kind of situation, what will their partner or their spouse or their wife or whatever, what will they think about you giving them something like that? So there is a not only the need for creativity, you also have to look within a budget to make sure that it's not uh, inappropriate, you know, not too expensive and not too cheap. And the gift itself If it is seen as something that is okay for the general population or if it's something that should be given uh, for a friend or for intimacy or remember those power plays to suggest something to someone about the relationship you have or want to have with them. And so delivering on other people's expectations and doing it in the way that is socially acceptable, um, that checks all the boxes of the quote-unquote ho-ho-ho happy holiday season means that it takes a toll on you. Because the biggest things that trigger create the creative anxiety is that you expose yourself. You expose yourself to failure and you expose yourself to the enormity of what's possible with all those choices. Remember, there is a real uh, paralysis of choice out there and that you, you need to simplify and prioritize. It's still out there. And what could go wrong? What are the ramifications? What are the reactions of the person on the receiving end as opposed to the reactions that you're hoping they'll have? What if you miss someone and you're like, I don't know how I didn't remember that I needed to give this gift and to not give this gift, it sends a message that you can't afford to be sent. And so the questions go on and on. But when it just comes down to it, what I'm going to say is to uh, successfully survive the high expectation season, what you need to remember to try to do 
is to prioritize. Find your peace in that. Start from your inner core and work out. If there's nothing left to give when you get to the outer rings, oh well. Make sure that you let people know and handle their expectations appropriately. Do realize that there are many opportunities for anxiety and because of that, be aware of them and always be reminding yourself to uh, keep your sight open and not get off uh, center on what you're supposed to be doing. So guess what? My time is up. Bye. And that's going to do it for today's podcast of Wisdom Smack with Michelle Spiva. If you like this podcast, please help us get the word out. Like, comment, subscribe, and even share. And if you really like it, please help us continue to get the word out by considering using this show's link for Amazon. So when you want to go to Amazon and you do all of your general shopping, uh, please use michellespiva.com forward slash AMZ. It's simple as that. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And this show might receive a little bit of commission that will go towards helping to further get these episodes out to you and to others. So thank you so much for listening. This has been Michelle Spiva with Wisdom Smack. Bye.